This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. We were just talking about uh, collecting things like DVDs, VHSs. And before he left, Dev is like, do you guys see what's going on with Canadian tire money right now? It's, it's selling for big bucks because now it's a collector's item. They've gone to like the triangle rewards card mm-hmm. instead of the Canadian tire like hard cash that they used to give you at the cash register there. And now there's people on eBay selling different amounts or different bills for a lot of cash, real money. This is an article from Narcity.com, and I guess McLean's Magazine has been talking about this for a little bit. But according to McLean's, there was a $2 Canadian Tire bill from 1989, $2 bill that auctioned for over $3,000, and there's also a 50 cent note from 1958, now worth $1,500. I think it's just like uh, collecting coins, like the actual legal currency, the things that have slight typos or slight vi- slight variations on them, the rare variations, right. are the ones that are selling for a lot of money. So it's not all Canadian tire money. But even like, you know, somebody s- s- like sold like a bundle of 100 10 cent bills, nothing crazy about them, just like the 10 cent ones, and that uh, sold for $50. So that's like uh, $10 worth of bills, but it sold for five times that much. So I don't know if people are buying them and then putting them on display at some sort of Canadian hipster bar, you know what I mean? Or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that, or what else you'd be using them for, but. Uh, there's a 25 cent bill with a printing mistake on it from 2013 that sold for 75 bucks at an online auction. But how many people right now have a wad of Canadian Tire cash just sitting in their junk drawer? Do they, or is it is that have Maybe they already spent it? it out? Because we had Cam, one of our coworkers, had them, and then we get we gave it away as a prize. Remember we gave we it away as like a booby prize, yeah, yeah. and this was in the past year. Yes. Turns out we were sitting on 15 grand worth of Canadian Tire money. God. Yeah. Whoever won that Canadian Tire money from us, uh, you better look through it and see if you have any of these rare bills. Yeah. He's sitting on a gold mine. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Taz and Jim, have you ever been to Amsterdam, Jim? No. Well, it looks like you missed your opportunity to go there and enjoy yourself because they're getting rid of marijuana smoking in the red light district. I heard about this. You have been there, right? Yes. And when you went there, did it just completely smell like weed or? No, it was pretty contained. I mean, this was way back, way back, probably about 18 years ago, I went to Amsterdam with a buddy and they have the, the coffee houses, they call them, which are like cafes that you could order and smoke marijuana in. Um, trailblazers, as I like to call them, because now look at the rest of the world allowing uh, marijuana to be purchased and sold legally. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's it. Maybe the novelty's just kind of worn off. Do you know why they're they're going to stop allowing the uh, the ganja? It's supposed smoking? to it's supposed to improve the quality of life for permanent residents, like actual Dutch people who live there year round. But they're saying that the marijuana is keeping people, uh, you know, too loud and up too late on the streets, which I think is the exact opposite of what marijuana does. It generally calms people down and puts them to sleep. No, not always. And if and if it, there is like a novelty store that sells weed and you're American and it's cra- like it may get you all hyped up when you go there. But well, there's the two types. Doesn't one pump you up and the other one mellows you out? But not not really. Like there's sativa and indica. And, 
Indica is in the couch because you're supposed to sit down. Like it puts you, you sink into board. the couch, and right? Sativa, but it doesn't pump you up. It's not cocaine, which I think you can get in Amsterdam and many other drugs. Well, you can very get easily. magic mushrooms. Yeah, there's like little kiosks that sell psychedelics. When I was there too. Yeah. Plus the boo, like you can get booze at all hours of the day. Like let's be serious. Yeah. What's the noise pollution really coming from? It's not the the marijuana, although the smell I am sure wafts and and lingers. Down, down in that area. But you go anywhere now. Like I was in Las Vegas walking down the strip, and it just reeks. The entire time you're on the sidewalk, you smell marijuana because people are walking past you, vaping, smoking. Yeah. You go to Toronto, uh, same thing. Anywhere you go, you, yeah. there's a chance. You go downtown anywhere, and there's a chance you're going to catch a, a waft of, of ganj. Yeah. It doesn't stink to me as bad as cigarette, secondhand cigarette smoke, but it does seem to linger or something about it. Maybe it, 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 it sticks around longer or something like that. Or you can smell it from a further distance away. Um, but they say by May, they will not be selling marijuana in the red light district anymore. So you still other got about parts, a month and a half. Other parts of Amsterdam, though, you'll still be able to get it. Just the red light district? Yeah, specifically based in the red light district. You can't smoke. Prostitution? Two thumbs up, says the mayor of Amsterdam. <laughs> No, I don't know. It's still a go? Uh, Yeah, that's still good. Yeah, they might be ramping it up because after the marijuana sales go down, you got to get that revenue somewhere. So there will still be legal prostitution in the Mm -hmm. red light district, uh, but smoking marijuana, you'll have to find somewhere else to do it. Boobies yay, doobies nay. Sports time. Devin Peacock, our sports guy, joins us. And you've got a message for Tiger Woods. Yeah, uh, Tiger... We love you. You're the greatest of all time. It's time to pull a Tom Brady. And I'm not talking about retire and then come back. Just retire for good. <laughs> You're done. Well, then technically it's not a Tom Brady. Okay, I guess. Okay. <laughs> so pull a Tom Brady because it leads to him just transitioning to the next stage of his career. He's 47 years old now, which I know he's been over 40, but... 47 seems a bit surprising when I saw it. He's playing at the Riviera uh, this weekend. 19 of the top 20 golfers in the world are going to be at this uh, tournament. And he says he thinks he can win. He's preparing for the Masters. He's gearing up for another season. He has not golfed without a cart since the British Open last July. So it has been a while. And when I look at Tiger Woods, I just see a guy who can compete. Yes, he can golf. He can make the shots. It's a question of can he win? Can he go all the way? And I just don't think he can. Last year at the Masters, he was celebrated just for making the cut. And that is not Tiger Woods. He didn't like being celebrated just for making the cut. So I think it's time for him just to to hang him up. So he, is he being punished for being so successful because now he can't just hang out, you know, and play? Like, he's good enough to, like, be in the tournament, and if that's his passion, he can still, like, you know, he can still live his passion, but you don't think it's worth it because he's not going to win? I just, he like, he's Tiger Woods. So like, he can't, like, he, he's not Yarmor Jager. Like, I'm all for pro athletes getting as much as they can from their careers. 
Yager is 51 years old now. He's still playing in the Czech League. He's doing it still partially well. because uh, he owns the team. It's like his dad's team, and so there's like an obligation to the team. But he's doing well, yeah. but he's also doing it for the game. Like Chris Chelios played until he's 44 of the Red Wings. He loved the game. Tiger Woods, to me, loves the game, but also he's always been the competitive guy. He's never been there just for the love What about of golf. the seniors tour? Could he compete on the seniors tour? What is it, 50? 50 so is a couple the, years the seniors away. tour. And, you know, like Sam Snead uh, was still uh, making the cut, not consistently, but he made the cut for the PGA Championship at the age of 67. We saw, you know, Jack Nicklaus, uh, you know, all the greats still competing at the, ma- at the majors. They would go, you know, play in the masters for a couple rounds, but they were just doing it just to be there like there were no one really thought Jack Nicklaus at the age of 60 is going to win the Masters. So would you be cool with Tiger Woods doing that then? Joining the Seniors Tour and then popping back down for a Masters or two? What I don't think he would though. That's the thing. Like Tiger Woods still views himself as young Tiger. Not 47-year-old Tiger. Not current day Tiger. So if he can view himself as like retirement Tiger. Retiger. Yeah, Retiger. <laughs> then fill your fill your cleats but if he still thinks he's young Tiger, he's clearly not, and he's got to retire. Oh, he's man. got to retire. I hope that Tiger Woods wins on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it if he did. Dev, I specifically up, remember you saying he will never win another Masters, and then he did. I mean, you were not the only one. Basically, every golf analyst and sports analyst did say the same thing. But this he, is he bulletin sh- board material for Tiger before. Woods. He's going to win this weekend. I'm putting all my money on Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dev. So it's Taz and Jim here with Devin Peacock. He's stuck around. I uh, was just showing Dev something on the computer because I thought I found him the deal of a lifetime. <laughs> uh, you know I'm a Facebook Marketplace guy, Jim. Oh, yeah. Like finding the, the used, previously enjoyed <laughs> items for sale. And this one popped up on my screen and I was like, ooh, boy. I know a guy who's going to love this. $20 for all 11 seasons of the sitcom Cheers on DVD. <laughs> Devin Peacock has the biggest man crush on Ted Danson. Yes. You love Cheers. You have vocalized that many times. Um, I said, hey, Dev, look at this, 20 bucks for all 11 seasons on DVD. You should buy this. And what did you say? I already got it on DVD. <laughs> all 11 seasons? All 11 seasons, Holy baby. Cow. Why would I buy it twice? How much did you uh, invest into that? I got him as a gift uh, okay. from the family. Uh, nothing. I, I paid nothing for him, but I could make 20 bucks, it looks like. Uh, <laughs> at least. Well, I don't know. You can ask whatever you want. It's what is someone willing to pay. I mean, people should pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for DVDs of the Cheers uh, series. This Facebook Marketplace ad, it was posted for $25, and they have reduced the price to 20. Oh, oh it's got like the cross out? Yeah, yeah that's funny. Jim, Plus, you're getting into the um, VHS and, and DVD collecting. You're starting to pick up all the old formats at thrift stores and stuff. Yeah, just VHS, not DVD. I saw you watching the uh, Rock'em Sock'em. You posted a video of you watching one of the old yeah. Rock'em Sock'em videos. What else is more like legendary on VHS. I don't even know if you can find Rock'em Sock'em anywhere else, but it totally brings Probably me- YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Not the full ones. Like, it's it's funny because, like, you watch them and it's like, it's almost like hearing an old song. Like, all, like all the co- little comments. Takes kinda, you back. Yeah, yeah. I had a buddy who could watch the Rock'em Sock'em and he could, word for word, repeat everything Don Cherry said or even, like, the songs or the sound effects 
Oh, shout out to Pat Luby, who could like you could put any of the Rock'em Sock'em VHSs on. He could like repeat every word. The Blue Jays used to put out like uh, season-ending videos on VHS. Uh, yeah, you know, here's what happened in 1991, 92, 93. I have those. Yeah, so I have the World Series ones. I have when they came up short in 1991. Those were awesome. So, what is the what if you could only keep one? on the original format of VHS or DVD in your collection cuz people are they're they're downsizing their collections but i feel like often they'll keep one or two of their favorite movies or shows on DVD if you could only keep one DVD what would it be dev DVD or VHS che- cheers i mean you keep the cheers, cheers collection the whole of oh, the season yeah we'll let you keep all 11 seasons Listen, i know guys. it's multi disc CMT airs Cheers every night between eight and nine. They had a <laughs> they had a know. Cheers marathon over the holidays. Best Christmas ever. <laughs> what about you, Jim? I don't know. I don't even think I go back to watching any DVDs much. I guess I still have my well, VHS, original season. Then. No, I think I have my season one. I still have it. Season one Chappelle Show DVD, okay. and that was such a hilarious thing me and my buddies would just put on anytime we were drinking or whatever and yeah. it just I don't know I just I love all those those sketches I've got a box of DVDs somewhere in a storage room at home but there is one DVD that I have on display in my games room hmm, which one McGruber <laughs> <laughs> not that much of a throwback but uh, I'm keeping McGruber <laughs> might even be a blu-ray I'm not sure but I love that one I'll make that the question on the Taz and Jim Facebook page, if you could keep one DVD or VHS from your collection, you had to get rid of the rest of them. What movie or show are you keeping on that uh, that old, old, nostalgic, but basically useless format at this point? <laughs> <laughs> Taz and Jim's I Don't Know, you stump us with a trivia question, and we will give you a prize. How's your brain feeling today, Jim? A little foggy, but we'll go. Yeah, mine too. As per usual? Mine too, yeah. I'm looking for the uh, the solution uh, to the problem. Maybe we need to try that Joe Rogan stuff. Megamind or whatever it's called? <laughs> what? Crazy brain? What's the Alpha brain. <laughs> yeah, we need some... We need some, some alpha brain going. We need some Megamind crazy sure, brain pills. Sure, swinging some kettlebells. <laughs> Let's go to Keith. Hey, Keith. Hey. How are you, pal? Good. Only took me 18 tries to get in. Well, what's the lesson you learned? The lesson is to keep calling, brother. There we go. Persistence pays off. Where are you calling from? Brantford, Ontario. Beautiful Brantford, the home of the Brantford Bulldogs. Are you excited to have your own OHL team? Oh, I can't wait. Hamilton I, wants I him back, back the, though, right? Like this is just yeah. a loner. You know that. Yeah, Don't get too the, comfortable. Yeah, I was back in the days of the smoke too, though. So yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a long. I, I can't wait to, for it to happen again. It'll be fun for the the folks in Brantford for sure. Um, what's your trivia question? What's the category? It is uh, recreational sports. Recreational sports. Some dodgeball right. questions coming. Let's hear it. What does the acronym SCUBA stand for? Self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. Oh, Jim, out of left field. Have you thought about getting your, your diving card? I have, card? actually, yeah. You've got it? No, I have thought about it. My old roommate got it, and it's something I always wanted to do. I'm getting my hunting license this month. That's this. Nice. That's this move. 
Yeah, and then you want the scuba so you can uh, harpoon gun stuff, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, you know one step that'd be, at a time. That'd be good. Corey, how hey. are you? Not by yourself? Good. Where are you? Hamilton. Nice. What's your question? Uh, how much does Shaquille O'Neal weigh? Oh, wait, now or like what year? Right now. Right now. Uh, and how would you know the answer to this? Because, like, has he taken a dump this morning? This True. is a question that is unanswerable. Did he eat a lot he of chocolates last night? shit bigger than me. <laughs> okay. All right. See ya. <laughs> Corey's out. That you was know an easy choice for us. No yep. foul language or you're disqualified. <laughs> No, but it's true. <laughs> I think what he said is true, and I think sure. it, it's true. You you can't say how much Shaquille O'Neal weighs right now exactly. because we don't know. Nobody uh-huh. knows unless we have him in the studio about to step on a scale. Yep. Carlos. Hey, guys. Hey. <laughs> what is your uh, trivia question here? Well, actually, do you want a movie question or a music question? I'm good with either. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. In the original movie Tron, what video game arcade character make the cameo? I've seen this movie once a few years Tron. ago. Tron. What original? Which which video game character? Because Tron is also a video game character, but it was a tie-in with the movie. So this is like an existing video game character was in the film. Correct. There was only a handful back then. Uh, like I mean, Pac-Man, I, like, Pac- you want to say uh, Donkey Kong. Who else would the be? The Jouster guy. <laughs> Joust, Mr. Joust. Senior Joust. Who else would be identifiable by name? Donkey Kong, uh, Pac-Man. Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> what, what year did it come out? In the 80s or the yeah, late 70s? Yeah, it was the 80s. It wouldn't be Leisure Suit Larry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine he walks by. Um, oh. I can't remember. I think I think I'm gonna go Pac-Man. One of us has to say Pac-Man. Okay. Uh, the the only other, I think Donkey Kong may be the only or Jump Man, which would have been Mario. Dig Dug. Uh, what are you going? Uh, I gotta go Donkey Kong. I got nothing. Okay, I'm saying Pac-Man. Jim's saying Donkey Kong. It's Pac-Man. Yeah. Yes. yes! Boom. <laughs> Steve is on the line. Hey, Steve. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. What is your Good. trivia category here? Uh, science. Oh, boy. <laughs> Big topic. <laughs> it's not that difficult. It's not that difficult. Okay. Let's hear it. Okay. What was the cost to build the James Webb Telescope? Hmm. This is a recent story, so, you know, we've been talking about the James Webb. No, we're not. Mm. Listen, our hands are on the table. I can see Jim. He can see me. We're we're both snapping, so you know we're not Googling. Um, (laughs) It's got to be a billion dollars, you think? 1.4 billion, I'd say, somewhere around there. You go high, I'll go low. I'm going to say 800 mil. I'll say 1.4 billion dollars. I'm going to say 800 mil. Okay, then. So it's a nice, round, even $10 billion. Holy $10 billion? For what? For you those Google Google it space? Google those it sweet now. pictures. Google it. Make sure he's telling okay, the truth, okay. Jim. Now, is that $10 billion USD or CAD? Uh, US. <laughs> All right. Wow. That's a, that's a lot of money. We're both $10 way off. $10 billion USD. Nice round number, indeed. It was... <laughs> 
just like everything, it was initially given a $1 billion budget. Ended yeah. up being 10 mil. Renovations, never cheap. And you know as soon as you drive that thing off the lot, it's going to depreciate in value. Oh, for sure. I'm going to wait a couple years and, and buy one used. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Got a text message from Aaron. Says, guys, I had to go into work yesterday. I missed the grand finale of Love em or Leaf em. What happened? Well, if you've been following along, we had people enter the uh, enter the contest who are in a relationship and they've been waiting for someone to propose for a while. Mm-hmm. Our grand prize winner, Cassandra, she's been in a relationship with her boyfriend Sam for seven going on eight years and he hasn't popped the question. That's a long time. Always has an excuse, usually money-related. You know, you deserve the best, honey. Uh, I got to save up for the perfect ring. Um, well, we called Sam and we said, you got a choice to make here. You can choose love them and take a $5,000 engagement ring from JB Simpson jewelers or leave them. You can break up with Cassandra, let her move on with her life and you'll walk away with four gold seats for a Toronto Maple Leafs hockey game. Mm-hmm. This is what happened when we gave Sam the ultimate ultimatum. I mean, that's a tough call. I love the Leafs, but I mean, I can't <laughs> let Cassandra go. You can't let Cassandra go. No. All right. As well, much as I love to see the Leafs play. If, if you have decided that you would like to take the option, love them. Yep. You know what you got to do, Sam. I got to propose. Take it away. Cassandra, I love you. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Let's get married. Do you want to get married? I do. Will you marry me? I will, yes. <laughs> yes, baby! Woo! <laughs> it's a Valentine's Day miracle! Yeah. Cassandra and Sam are getting married! <laughs> you make my dreams come true. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> that was awesome. I mean, it would have been hilarious. Like, I mean, it would have yeah. been crazy if 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 the opposite happened and the guy took the Leafs tickets. But this, I think, is the best case scenario. We were getting bombarded uh, from uh, other listeners saying, "Oh, now you guys got some extra Leaf tickets. Can I have them?" No, we're putting them back in the vault and we'll save them for a later date. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, we uh, we were thinking maybe. To congratulate the couple, we'd give the Leaf tickets to them anyways, but then we figured, well, then we can never do this contest again because everyone will just take the ring knowing you also get the Leaf tickets. Yeah, yeah. So we couldn't do it. We couldn't do it. Rodney sent us a text message, says, oh, damn, I lost a bet at work. I said for sure he takes the Leaf tickets. (laughs) Nice touch with the Hall and Oats, though, boys. LOL. Yeah. Another text message came in. I had a pretty good feeling that he was going to propose. Yeah. And this is why. Of course he took the uh, engagement ring. What, is he going to take the Leaf tickets and lose half his stuff? They've been together seven years. Common law, dude. Well, sure, but at least we moved this forward. You know, a lot of common go law on. people break up and move on. So, we got it going. Yeah. And kudos to all our uh, contestants, everyone who entered the contest. 
I think at the very least what you got out of this is a swift kick in the pants to your partner. <laughs> a little reminder when they heard you're on the radio saying, uh, when's he going to propose? Yeah, it's getting real now. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to move on if he doesn't do something soon. So hopefully it works out for all of you as well. But congratulations, Sam and Cassandra. Love them was the choice, and they're getting married. Of course, when they have their ring all designed and on Cassandra's finger, we'll get some pictures and post those on the Taz and Jim social media pages. Let's take a look at sports. Devin Peacock is here, and even though the Super Bowl is over, the Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs are still beefing. Still going at it. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster really feeling it uh, since uh, the Chiefs won on Sunday. On uh, Tuesday, Valentine's Day, he was out there putting together little memes uh, for James Bradbury, who's the uh, defensive back who held him in that pivotal moment late in the game in the fourth quarter that led to the field goal for the Chiefs, uh, saying that I'll hold you when it matters most. (laughs) Yeah, you know, a total fake Valentine. It's got uh, Bradbury's photo and his Eagles jersey there with a big smile on his face to from so it looks like you could print it off and use it as a Valentine's <laughs> day card for your favorite Eagles fan it's the kind of thing you'd say to someone if you choo choo choose them you know <laughs> <laughs> right oh even better I ju ju juice you <laughs> I'll hold you when it matters most Kind of funny if you're a Chiefs fan who's trying to get under the skin of your buddy who's an Eagles fan, but for a player to be tweeting that out? It's a little uh, it's a little pathetic. And A.J. Brown of the Philadelphia Eagles agrees. He tweeted this as well, saying, First off, congratulations. Y'all deserve it. But also said, this is lame. And, <laughs> <laughs> and went on from there. Let's read the full tweet here. This is the rest of what A.J. Brown said back to Juju Smith-Schuster. This is lame. You was on the way out of the league before Mahomes resurrected your career on your one-year deal, TikTok boy. <laughs> he admitted that he grabbed you, but don't act like you're like that or ever was. But congratulations again. Is that all on one Valentine's card? Everybody was saying that was a bunk call by the refs. Bradbury came out after the game and said, no, I did it. I held him. He took accountability. Why is he being the target now for this uh, bad sportsmanship? He showed the, the kind of sportsmanship you never see in sports. Even when guys, you know, if they hold, if, they, if they're if they in the NBA, there's a foul. If they, in the NHL, there's a slash. No one ever admits to actually doing the penalty or the foul. I would have lied. I would have lied, too. (laughs) Bradbury didn't, and uh, Juju Smith-Schuster is going at him for it. Juju then responded to A.J. Brown saying, glad you're able to get that off your chest after all these years. Good game, bro. And then he had a emoji of a ring. So... Juju Smith-Schuster sounds kind of like a dick. (laughs) (laughs) I do like a rivalry, though, a good rivalry that uh, develops organically, and that's what we could be seeing here. Chiefs and Eagles, let's see him face off again next year in the Super Bowl. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Another movie I can't wait to see in the theater. Uh, You may have seen the big commercial during Super Bowl. Cocaine Bear. (laughs) comes out next week and I am uh, a little distracted here 
because they have released a an 8-bit cocaine bear video game that Ooh. you can play on your internet browser. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like Pac-Man. Okay. You are the cocaine bear. Eat the red bags full of cocaine for super <laughs> speed. Yeah. There's little piles of cocaine, bricks of cocaine, lines of cocaine that you have to collect to maintain your super bear strength and speed. And the goal is to eat all the campers and don't let the drug dealers steal back their cocaine. All right, let's begin here. There he is, cocaine bear. He's getting faster. Look at this big brick of cocaine. More cocaine. Oh, yeah, I got a camper. Another camper. There you go. It's like a tiny campsite slash town instead of just a random grid. That looks hilarious. That's great marketing. <laughs> Come on. Come on, cocaine bear, run. Run, cocaine bear. This movie is... <laughs> this movie looks great. I hope it lives up to the hype. Ray, Ray Liotta's last film, by the way. Rest his soul. I oh, that was a good one. <laughs> I don't know which hype it's going to live up to. Like, is it going to be a good movie or is it going to be so bad it's still entertaining to watch? I'm, I'm leaning more towards that. Right. Well, way, it's in. clearly tongue-in-cheek yeah. if you've seen any previews of, of Cocaine Bear. Just the title of the film. I sure. think they know what they're dealing with. Yeah. And I love that uh, they're really pushing this whole it's based on true events. Uh, based, based is the strongly uh, modified word. There was a bear that ate cocaine. Unfortunately, that bear did not go on a rampage mm. in a small town. But imagine uh, if he did. I think the bear died like six minutes after eating the cocaine. I would assume. Because they don't <laughs> stop. No, he didn't know, have an off switch, regulate. that bear. Yeah. Uh, cocaine bear in theaters next week. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Now, one benefit of the warm temperatures, you don't have to wear your expensive Canada goose coats out in public and risk your life. This is a story out of Washington, D.C. Police are warning people not to wear Canada goose coats out in public because there's been a string of armed robberies where thieves are stealing luxury clothing at gunpoint. Here is a man and a woman, couple, Julia, Julian and Sheila Kaufman, talking about being held at gunpoint for their expensive coats. And all of a sudden, someone's going, give me a coat, give me a coat, give me a coat. And I thought, is this a joke? Give me a coat. And then he waved a gun by me and said, give me a coat. And I so I took it off and gave it to him. And then he said, five, four, three, two. What are you going to do if you were uh, in that situation? You got a gun in your head. Take the coat. Oh, boy. Not worth it. Maybe it was PETA trying to return the goose feathers to the geese. <laughs> you never know. But probably not. Those Canada goose coats are not cheap. I wonder what they run. I know they're not cheap, but I mean, to resell them on the, on the secondary market, to rob somebody at gunpoint, I don't know what kind of price you could set on those. If you buy one new, they can be worth up to $1,500. Really? Yeah. You see a lot of them out there. They are popular, considering they cost that much. They are popular. They are warm, but I do feel like a lot of people buy them because it is almost like a status symbol, right? 
most fashion is. <laughs> I can afford a Canada goose coat. Look at me, la di da. Sure, yeah. Same with expensive shoes. It is and expensive purses. It is. It's all a status symbol. Yeah. So dress down <laughs> if you're uh, yeah, heading totally. out in Washington D.C. Especially being from Canada, the home of those jackets. You know, we're used to seeing them everywhere. Apparently, down there, you stand out in the crowd and. Could be a target. Yeah, get back to the denim jacket phase that Canada had for years. No, nobody's stealing your Levi's? Nobody. <laughs> Jim, did you do anything special with your fiance Sarah last night? I did not. No, no. We are de- we delayed it till tonight. Okay. Yeah, that's the plan. And again, not a bad idea. All the restaurants are jammed on Valentine's Day. Totally. And we were talking about this uh, yesterday, me and her, and we thought, why would we ever do it on Valentine's Day ever again? Well, maybe we'll do it, but why would we celebrate <laughs> by going out on Valentine's Day ever again? Yeah. It's so stressful. It's way harder to get a rezzo at the restaurant you want to go to, so why bother? Yeah, it's a completely we, arbitrary date. As we mentioned, cards and uh, Valentine's candy gifts are all on sale today. Yeah. It's a smart move. 100%. I did go out for dinner with my beautiful wife. Very nice. And our two children. Okay, bit of a buzzkill. Yeah. (laughs) Do you do... uh, Killing the mood, but it's so much fun. You know, they're into Valentine's Day now. At school, they come home with their bag full of uh, cards and treats from their classmates. And, you know, mommy and daddy take them out for a special Valentine's Day dinner. They get to have a sundae, some ice cream for dessert. Yeah, I had a debate with my friends over the weekend. Do you... Give your wife a valentine signed by your kids? Well, here's the problem. I didn't give my wife a valentine because I we had discussed it just like you and Sarah. We said, we're going to celebrate this weekend, try and get a babysitter, and the two of us can go out for our Valentine's Day. So I was planning on giving her something this weekend. She decided to give me a card yesterday at dinner from her and a second card from the kids. Oh no, double whammy. And she did give me a little box of chocolates as well. Uh-oh. Now I took care of the dinner, but still I didn't have gift in hand. I, I did. I got a call from a buddy. He said the grocery store near his house had reduced all the flowers, the bundles of roses yesterday, and they were all 50% off. So I went over there <laughs> Intending to buy my wife some roses. Of course. But when I got there, I realized why the roses had been reduced before Valentine's Day. They were all decrepit and rotten. Uh, like Stored at the wrong temperature or something like that? They looked uh, like the, the rose towards the end of Beauty and the Beast before the magic happens. Oh, right? the sad one? There's like one petal <laughs> exactly. dangling? Hanging on for dear life. So I didn't buy her those roses. But this weekend, honey, if you're listening, I will. I'll make sure I make it up to you, and I'll get you something nice. Hopefully for half price later today. <laughs> you will, and the roses will probably be beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. You know, like the uh, the flowers, people bought them yesterday. There's got to be an abundance of them sitting around now. Totally. So, yeah, we. Uh, it is nice to get a card from the kids, for sure. But did they? But did the the kids sign it for you? They wrote on it. Yeah. Okay, that then that counts. Okay, because I, I got, me and my friends. One guy said he was doing it for his wife. We're like, don't do that. It doesn't matter. It's a waste of time. No, but. it is nice. Well, it depends what you write in the card, because some Valentine's Day cards from your 
your lover can get a little spicy, right? So you don't yeah. want to... <laughs> you don't want like a teapot that says like too hot to handle or something like that. Well, if you're writing anything that's uh, meant for the bedroom in your car, don't get the kids to so. sign it. Seems obvious, but... Use better, common better, sense. Better put it out there. Use common sense. <laughs> Queen, we will rock you. We are the champions. We send are the, the champions. Send that one out to the Kansas City Chiefs, I guess. How's it feel, Tess? How are the, how the feet doing? Because it's almost time to pay the piper here. Mm, I have a pedicure scheduled for later this morning, Jim. Ooh, nice. I'll be, be getting them done up nice. First pedicure ever? No, I've had one before. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. <laughs> have you had a pedicure? No, no. Wait, we did one for charity now that I think about it, actually. Yeah. Or maybe we, it was a manicure. We did. Uh, that was a manicure, I think. The pedicure is nice. It's like a foot massage and like a foot bath, and then they do, I guess it depends where you go. They do your nails. They file them down. Kudos to anyone who has to do that job, though, because I couldn't do it. Oh, for sure. You're not a foot guy, I guess. Mm. You're about to be. I'm a nice foot guy, but there's people out there whose feet are not nice, and you still have to deal with those <laughs> ones. Right? Truly, yeah, yeah. I just picture the dumb and dumber guys with the angle grinder getting the yellow toe gunk off. (laughs) That might be you, dude. (laughs) Mine aren't that bad. Mine are are okay. I think we're going to do well with these feet picks that I... (laughs) Need to try and sell online yeah, for Jim's I, bank account. Yeah, this was the bet. Loser has to post their feed on uh, one of these websites where you know you can get paid by your fans. Usually, generally, OnlyFans is what we're thinking. Put it on OnlyFans, and then uh, the winner of the of the Super Bowl bet gets to keep the money, the revenue from the feed picks. I went to go log in on OnlyFans here at work and start a uh, a page for you, Taz. Blocked by our uh, workplace uh, filter. So you're gonna have, have to, to do, do this at home. home. So I apologize. Yeah. Again, this is not uh, this is not an official activity. I guess it's not sanctioned by work. Yeah, whoops. I wonder who the person that works for our company is that <laughs> that had that rule introduced is. Like, who's the person who started an OnlyFans and was running it through their their work computer? And then it got flagged? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I have my suspicions. Somebody always ruins it for everyone else. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's sometimes, like, at least you're putting it out there yourself. Because sometimes if you accidentally post a picture of yourself on the beach and you're shoeless or sandalless, some random person will take your a picture of your feet and put it on feet finder or something and so people when they search your name they can find your feet and rate it yeah like celebrities yeah yeah. you you can find different uh, pictures of barefoot celebrities on some of these websites but even like notable radio people i've seen canadian radio hosts who have taken a picture of their foot on instagram and posted it on a story someone takes the screenshot and now it's on the internet so at least you have control of this Yes. And I get the money from it. They're going to be tasteful pictures. Exactly. I think we should call the uh, listener who got in touch with us last week. She said she worked in a sex club in the foot fetish room. Mm -hmm. And she also has sold pictures of her feet online. We should maybe get her in the studio to take the pictures for us because she knows what, she she knows how to please the crowd. Yeah. And she knows like the angles. Right. if, If your feet are looking a little, you know overweight or something like that pick the pick the special <laughs> angle and they look thin how do your feet have a double chin Taz? <laughs> your ankles have a double chin <laughs> you got double chins on your cankles <laughs> 
Uh, Again, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we'll get some feedback that will absolutely shock me, but I, I think I have pretty nice feet. Okay. Given, I, God willing, because I wanna, I wanna get the side hustle going. Given the circumstances, I think this is gonna be a real treat for the eyes. <laughs> the Eagles, man, and I picked them. That's yeah. what burns me. I picked them. I know, eh? Because I would have picked them. You would have, mm-hmm. and then this would have been your problem, but it's mine now. Okay, pedicure, and I think we have the phone number for the foot fetish. Uh, Lady, so we'll see if we can get her in here to take some pictures, and we'll get those up ASAP. I know there's some foot fans that have just been waiting for this to happen. I'm not even joking. I've had two to three messages of people saying, where are these feet photos? I say they're not up yet. Just wait. They're coming. By the end of the week, they'll be available mm-hmm. online. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Big movie stars, these icons, having lunch together and celebrating each other's success. And kissing each other's butts. Yeah, not enough of that going on in Hollywood. But these are two titans that met up at an Academy luncheon, which I didn't know. <laughs> it seems like something yeah. that would happen at a Legion or something like We're that. We're like a but... month out from the Academy Awards, and they're, they're already having the luncheons. Yeah, so at one point, uh, old buddies uh, Tom Cruise and Steven Spielberg are shaking hands, and they're kind of chatting. It's hard to hear, but you can overhear basically Steven Spielberg saying... Hey, man, you saved Hollywood's ass, and you might have saved the theatrical distribution industry in general. Seriously, Maverick might have saved the entire theatrical industry. So uh, you can see the like the captions below. The audio is not great, but you can read his lips, and that's that is what he's saying. And then Tom Cruise is like kind of kind of like thank you, thank you so much, and and being kind of humble about it, but. Uh, and the reason why Spielberg is saying that is because it made a ton of money and there was yeah. a point where it was almost going to be put on streaming services and Tom Cruise was like, no, absolutely not. We will delay it if we have to, but it's going to theaters the way it should be seen. A lot of COVID uh, movies came out. Streaming services wasn't the same. It's not. Not for a movie like Top Gun, anyway. That was an awesome experience in the movie theater mm-hmm. it's been a while since i've been at a movie where people are clapping you it know was what hard I mean? not to yeah the, <laughs> like the last kind of scene yeah. i don't want to spoil anything but it's a feel good uh, movie you, they can't hear you and you're clapping <laughs> yeah, that is weird. You know, I just landed on a plane the other day and people were clapping too. Also weird, but at least, but at least like the, the pilot, pilots yeah, can I, hear you up front. Exactly. It's still weird, and uh, but yeah, especially the pilots can't hear you at Top Gun. I, I hate to say it.